Yes, sir. Y'all know what time it is. This is that. Brand new LCP. Now, I want to give a big, big hand. Another round of hand claps, man. Everybody out there, man, who stayed locked in, who stayed supporting, man, the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, man. Now, before I dive into the episode, which is already pre-recorded, um, in the beginning, um, I had a sit down with Queen E. We spoke about the 911 dispatchers who they kind of fucking up on the job. We spoke about LeBron James' son and the backlash he received for going to prom with a white girl. Now, after that, um, I dived into... Some of the voicemails I got. Now, last week on um, on Instagram, which is Lunchroom Tatapod, um, I posed the question of, why are you single? Because I want to know. You know, when you look at social media, a lot of people claim that they are single because the, the other sex ain't shit. I'm single because of everybody else. But I want to know, personally, why are you single? And I got some voice messages, man. And I spent... A good amount of time breaking down those messages to find out why you single, man. But everybody out there, man, who stay tuned in, who stay supporting, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. And please repost and share the podcast, man. You guys who stay tuned in, who stay coming back for the real conversations, the real topic, the real shit. You guys cannot listen and keep it to yourself. So if you enjoy the podcast, you stay coming back because the conversations are amazing. You enjoy the conversation. Post it on your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Snapchat. Spread the word. That's all I'm going to say, man. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to dive into the episode. Hope you guys enjoy. You guys stay safe. And as always, man, this is Dad. Brand new LCP. All right, another warning. This is a tough, tough piece of tape to listen to. It's a 17-year-old boy who passed away following a 911 call for help. The dispatcher hung up on the caller. The boy had been wounded during a drive-by shooting oh. as he lay there in distress, dying. A frantic woman, who apparently knew the teen, calls, calls 911, tries to communicate to the dispatcher what's going on, what help she needs. She's obviously distressed, excited, who wouldn't be. Listen to this. This isn't a Starbucks. This is somebody's life on the line. Are you are you kidding me? Wow. It's it's it's. it's I, I got chills when I heard yeah. that. Uh, I, 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 this I, is this is one of the the biggest issues I think we have in society. No one. We talked about this during the break. I, I teach my kids. I have a ten year old daughter, six year old son, and I teach them that your life is about service and sacrifice. No one in our society feels like they're a servant to anyone. Uh, or, or they're accountable. That dispatcher from the Albuquerque Fire Department is now on administrative leave. Yeah. An administrative? Yep. Now, now I want to pause it. Now, the reason I played that clip was because, you know, we've seen recently, you know, um, even going back to, to the other week when Kevin Samuels passed away. And, you know, the, the woman that was with him called 911 and the dispatcher sounded like a black girl. She was rude as hell. She was dismissive. You know, she was downright just inconsiderate of the fact that somebody was dying. And now even going back to the shooting that that just took place in Buffalo, New York, where there was a... Can you hear yourself? Can you hear it? Turn it up some. Which one? Mine. You good? There we go. Okay. Now, there was a woman um, 
Remember at the shooting album that took place in Buffalo, um, New York at the supermarket? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a woman at the customer service desk. She called 911 actively, you know, when the shooter was actively in the store shooting people. She called 911, you know, she's on the phone, she's whispering, hey, I need help. And the dispatcher hung up on her because she was whispering. And the dispatcher said, ma'am, I can't hear you. You don't have to whisper. And do they not know what type of job they got? No, but I'm saying in the background, you hear the gunshots. But do so, they not understand? I understand when they say you can give a job, but you cannot teach compassion. You can't. What, are they, what are they training them? What I, are, do they need people that bad that they just really come, come as you are type of thing? Because are they even training these dispatchers? There are going to be. People call How 911 for to have certain It's type not even of, that. It's it's the fact of I just feel like nine as a dispatcher 101 mm-hmm. and I'm not even a dispatcher. That's not something people call for 100,000 reasons. And so I feel like in that case you have to be prepared. You're going to get some people who is trying to hide from a damn intruder mm-hmm. and they can't talk loud and tell them she where they the at. on the phone whispering, hey, I need help. Because common sense will tell you if they are whispering, they are in a situation where they cannot use their voice. Mm-hmm. In the same way for this woman or this man who sat there and just hung up the phone, yeah. she's, you keep asking her, is the, the damn same, child the breathing? Same question nine and times she's in telling a row. you, hear her saying, okay, take one more breath. You listen into all of that I, I heard it mm-hmm. you hearing the same thing and you mean to tell me where you like well I just don't because you don't have time that's yeah. the purpose of a calling you mm-hmm. we don't know who you are don't know your name or nothing as a dispatcher don't know who you are but your job is to send out help yeah so get whatever you can that's the no, best no, no, way. No, no, but aside from that, your job is to also understand that the people that's calling you, yes, some they're of them might be, be rude. In distress. Yes, some of them might be, you know. At they, this point, they're not trying to talk yeah, that yeah. long. I'm they're sorry. They're not in the right if frame of mind. If somebody is calling 911, I'm so sorry. Because, I mean, luckily, if you haven't had the opportunity to call 911, that is a skit. You know what I mean? Like, if you had to call 911, mm-hmm. it's like your adrenaline is rushing. Yeah. And I know when I had to do that in regards to for my when my grandmother had a stroke, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm staying calm. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, time. I'm panicking. I'm like, all right, what, what do I do? What do I do? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in that sense. But yeah. it's just like you have to have that type of common sense. And I just feel like that's dispatcher one on one. I mean, it's one on one, but you can't teach compassion. Now I got. And they put on administrative leave. What yeah. Now world? I got some of the call pulled up from the Kevin Samuel situation. Now I, I don't know if this is the right part or not, but let me play it to see if it's the right part. You don't know if it's the hospital apartment? Oh, it's an apartment. Okay, what's the apartment number? I know. I just need to give him CPR. Just please just ask the person. You need an ambulance? Yes. Okay. Are you listening? Hold on, ma'am. I have to connect you with the ambulance. It's Kevin fucking Samuel. I understand, but I have to connect you with the ambulance. Are you okay? Yeah, miss. What's the address of your emergency? Is he awake? Oh, this ain't the full clip no, I was talking about. He has Hold an irregular on. rhythm. I can feel it. He's he's breathing in and out, but he has an irregular rhythm. It's probably his heart. So I need you to get here with the fucking. Come on, Kevin. You got it. Oh, come on, just try to breathe. Damn, that's not the full clip I was thinking about. Because um, there was a second clip, and like I said, the woman was rude. She was inconsiderate. To the fact that someone, someone is, child. yeah, that someone is act.
actively passing away. Now, I just seen yesterday on the news that, you know, they need operators. You could probably apply for the job right I now and get said the job. they having a come-as-you-are session there. I mean, Clearly. yeah, but those type of jobs... They're like, they not even training yeah, you. You just no learning on the fly. You coming straight from whatever, the club, the bar. <laughs> like, they just like, all right, look, we just going to put you yeah. on here and see what kind of calls you get, and this is what you get. I mean, and I'm going to sound real, but it, it sounds like they just hiring like, regular hood rats off the street. I'm I mean, sorry. she sounded young, but I, it do sound... I It do, from based on these three different scenarios... Or Anybody whatnot, could get a job. It just sounds like people are... They are just hiring people, but it still goes back to training. I yeah, just, but you can have the training, but like, like if they hire somebody who's rude and considerate, but that's something that you have to emphasize. You can pass, like you, tra- you, can, you can pretend and pass that part of training. I just Anybody feel like, but that should be something that they just say if you are rude mm-hmm. because of the the line of work that you are in. If yeah. you are customer rude, service is top notch, but that's the type of job we're not talking about. No McDonald's and you serving yeah. and somebody coming and yelling You're at right. you saying, "Give me my food." Some my life or death. We're talking about somebody that you are in charge mm-hmm. of either a life and death situation. Yeah. And the quicker you get somebody out there, you could save a life. Mm-hmm. But if you sitting over here asking them thirty times, is the person is he breathing? breathing? Is he breathing? By the time you could have been sent somebody out yeah. there, or at least informed them, "Hey, I already have somebody yeah. coming." Somebody's in route. in route already mm-hmm. i just sent that out you know just i gotta talk to you during the meantime but just to, i just feel like there should be a in that type of job it should if you do not if you have an attitude mm-hmm. or if you do not in regards to do you know what i mean like plenty examples like that now. plenty of you are fired mm-hmm. in that same day mm-hmm. i don't we don't need you working here if that's the case yeah if that's your type of attitude if you don't want you are going to get fired if you sit there or you hang up on people on purpose or mm-hmm. if you hang up or get an attitude with them when you know what i'm saying in regards yeah. to they sitting there watching they love one or whoever dying mm-hmm. that's ridiculous like I mean, yeah, but something that's ridiculous. And like I said, going back to that, like, you're right. But at the end of the day, it's like you can train, but you can't teach someone to you're right. to have compassion. And just as long as they know, as soon as they do that, they might as well pack up their stuff because that should be a type yeah. of policy that they have. I'm I, sorry. I, Not in, in that type of role. I'm sorry. I mean, now, speaking of packing up somebody's stuff now, last thing I want to ask you about now, you know, LeBron James, son, Bronny James, I'm sure you, you've seen it. He catching back last today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For his prom date. <laughs> For oh, high school. Boy. Now, I, I know we live in a you know the the culture now where you know social media celebrities, you know, everybody is so fixated on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But like why do people care about who a seventeen year old <laughs> boy brings to prom? Because that you seen the picture already. I did. He was going to prom and he went with a white girl. Mm-hmm. And so I a lot think of folks are mad. that you yes, be because they, how dare you? I mean, I ain't doing all of that. I think what they did was look at who he, who, how he was brought up. But it's like it's kind of funny because as I looked at the picture, because I, I mean, I follow um, the wife on um, Instagram or whatever. We're talking about Bronnie, right? She, she's the one that posted it, right? Yeah. But then as you slid. Like to the last picture, it was like the daughter had that. Yeah, look. But that was that was a purpose. That was a purposely dumb picture with the daughter's face. Yeah, but she she it's to me when I saw that, and I was like, yo, his mama funny as hell, you know, like or whatever. Because parents gonna have you can't 
you can't control who your kids date or who they like. You know what I mean? Like in that sense. If your child goes to a, uh, you know, a, a predominantly exactly school that's who they're around. That's who they're, they're around. They're mostly around exactly. some white folks. Exactly. Let's be honest. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Human, whatever. I'm thinking you if put I'm your in that role, in school. I put my kid in yeah. that predominant school, and then that's who you bring home. I mean, yeah. I probably would laugh and chuckle with you know what I mean, like <laughs> you know, like in a sense, but. I'm not going to be surprised because I mean, let's be honest. If you if you put me in a school where it's like most of them is white, like I'm not going to go throughout the school looking for the two or three black girls <laughs> in the school if everybody white. That's true. Like that's what he's seen. That's the person you know who came on to him. Vice versa. I don't know how it went. And that's what. And like let's be honest. That girl, she probably not going to be in the picture two years from now. She probably not. I mean, she probably is not. I mean, they're young. He's young. I don't care who the hell he dates. He is a but, child. But, but why do you think people care? Because they, they look at his stuff. parents' relationship and how they emphasize black love. No, I'm just saying because LeBron always been vocal about his mm. marriage and his relationship with Savannah and everything. They're not perfect either. We just seen Kendrick admit he's not perfect. We just seen. I ain't say that. What I'm saying is because I'm sure there was some dirt going on behind closed doors. What I'm saying is is that he emphasized to the world. The importance of oh this my black queen this is yeah, black you love can emphasize and everything that, but everybody so is people, different individually so people see that and they think oh this is the type of thing that they are really embedded those people in are their idiots. kids those people are idiots I'm saying that's the reason why no, they no, was under that man no, under they comments yes, like that yes you're right they felt like he should oh he should have followed it yes, his father's yes, footsteps yes, like, you're right and to me that's like those people are idiots <laughs> Buffalo shooting you know all this mm-hmm. racism white supremacy. And you're worrying about who who a black 17-year-old kid is bringing to prom. Agree. But what I'm saying like, is, is they, I'm telling you where it came from. No, no, no you're right. You're That's right. where it stemmed from. And yeah. it felt like as, oh, you're a product of your parents, so you should date the same. But they don't realize also that um, LeBron and them are from totally two different, different backgrounds. backgrounds than LeBron, what they're bringing their yeah, kids yeah, up yeah. in. LeBron met they Savannah. were from a whole different, you know, like they met in high school. In so high he probably school. went to a he went to a what predominantly black high school. He did in um in Akron, Ohio. Exactly. You know, so that's who he was around. And then you know, going back at that time, you know, his mom was a single mom. She was low income. Exactly. So, so that's different. his friends it's and his different. background and his kids are not yeah. in that environment. Now, now LeBron is if he's not, he's close to being a billionaire. You know. He, yeah. His son goes to an elite private school. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to be around some white girls. And, uh, and he is. And they go, and I mean, not to say they, they ain't going to flock, you know, but yeah. they always flock around yeah. athletes or whatever. But but like I said, man, no no couple is perfect now. Now, if you've seen on, on uh, the new project by Kendrick Lamar, you know, where he admitted multiple times, you know, on, on my wife, I cheated on with a white girl. Like, he said it. Did you hear the project? Well, he, you hear I it have not. Yeah. So he did. He cheated. He admitted to it many times. He said, you know, it was one time where he cheated on um, his wife, Whitney, with a white girl. And she asked, like, does he have a problem? You know, like, you should go to counseling. Like, he admitted to it more than just that one time. That's why oh. I said, you know, and somebody he's 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 you know, he's private, mm-hmm. super private. That's why I say people sit back and think that, you know, these, these these couples be couples goals. Like, it's been rumors over the years of LeBron doing something, but it, it kind of got swept under the rug quick. I'm not going to sit here and act like that man ain't cheat on Savannah. She yeah. probably caught hell yeah. growing up. I'm talking about when they were young. I'm talking about even now. I mean, I agree that, but I'm saying, and I, and I, and it's I been put, things that popped up now, I but it kind of got swept, it got swept so quick. I put into emphasis where I was like, you know what? He probably was the one that got all the dirt out. In the beginning stages, like she, I mean, cheating left and right or I whatever. Think he's still doing some stuff. But I that's, mean, that's I don't know their the relationship because yeah. I don't follow them. Like in regards, she ain't to, going nowhere. She ain't I, going nowhere. 
I'm not. See, they got a damn. They got like five kids. She ain't going nowhere. It's a business. It's like Will and Jada. She ain't going nowhere. Okay. Because it's, it's a business. LeBron, LeBron James and Savannah. That man ain't embarrassing her. Just put it like that. At least it's not publicly mm-hmm. embarrassment, and that's probably what is the reasoning of I don't I don't know what goes on in a relationship. I'm not going to even sit here and say that every relationship there's no, cheating nobody issue. is relationship goals. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, nobody no. is goals. I'm just Nobody's saying goals is, is I used all. to look at them like okay I he probably no I'm saying for their instances because people do grow up and people do grow, but especially if they've been with the same person since damn high school, yeah. I'm not about to sit here and pretend like he went out there. Out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, especially going into the league. Like, yeah. I'm not about to sit here and be delusional about that. I am 100% sure he had, she caught mm-hmm. hell. But I was thinking, like, oh, well, maybe he just got, he's gotten older yeah. and gotten to that age to and where hopefully like, he matured he's up and became, matured yeah. and slowed down on it, just kind of like, all right, I'm not going to, you know, embarrass you like that. We mm-hmm. grown, we got these grown kids, that type of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know why people still have these, uh, looking, are looking at these relationships, these uh, celebrity relationships, because it's so. I don't know. I, I think slightly they starting to dwindle because people are starting to realize. Starting to dwindle. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm. I, I really do no, think no, no, that no, people see, are starting to dwindle it's on not, it's putting not, that tag relationship goals it's on not, celebrities. It's not. It's not even just celebs because you see it where you know just regular people, regular woman, anybody meet somebody and then they rush online and throw them online with the person with the heart emojis or cover their face with the just stupid stuff like that. Everybody wants to be relationship goals. So it's not just celebrities. Meet a guy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they online holding the hand, all the little cute pictures. Like just everything is for validation. It's for likes and like I said, it's not even just celebrities. Right, it's not. But I'm what Regular I was saying is remember there was a I still feel like there was a time where we were de- not saying we as we, in we me, what? but the society as a whole was very delusional when it came to a lot of these damn celebrities. Remember the Will and Jada, the like They I'm, still are. Get the hell out of here. I, them folks is fu- like them folks ain't ain't nobody sitting over here talking about what, what a select view. Want to be like Will and Jada relationship? They have been so exposed. It's ridiculous. People, people still have that same, you know, perception of LeBron. Okay, James well, those are the ones. Okay, that's the delusional. But I'm saying yeah. is there was a period where everybody was deliberately. It seemed like everybody was in a relationship or whatnot, but in married and stuff, and they tend to have wanted to, you know, they put the little title or whatnot. Relationship goes on them, and I just felt like as time went on, it dwindled. I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I think as time went on, people are starting to realize this is shifting from celebrities being the goals versus, like you say, yeah. folks, that's the, the Instagram folks, the people that post all they damn perfect pictures online 24 7 but like i said man like that's why i want you want to start the podcast so if they kind of talk about that you know the 911 dispatchers you know lebron james and what's the white girl name he was with oh you don't know the white girl name the the kid matter of fact never my shit gonna be here next year anyway (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna take a quick break don't leave that damn kid alone (laughs) we're gonna take a break i'm gonna come back dive into some of these listening responses and we're gonna get into some more topics i'll be back brand new lcp (laughs) 
Yes, yes. Welcome back, man, to the Lunchroom Chatter Pub. Brand yes, new LCP. Hope you guys enjoyed that quick conversation with Queen E. But um, I wanted to come back to finish out the episode and speak about the question I sent you guys last week on Instagram, which is, why are you single? Because now, in the era we live in now, this new age where it's easy to blame everybody else as to why you're single. I'm single because the other person. I'm single because this person did this. I'm single because everybody else is doing me wrong. But why are you single? And like I always attribute that back towards self-accountability. Because I've been open on the podcast many times about how in my past, when I was going through my mental health, when I was going through um, the depression, the trauma I was going through, it, 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 it probably would have been easy for me to say, you know what, I'm single because of this girl. I'm depressed because of this girl. I hate myself and I'm sad inside and I feel like committing suicide and I feel like I just feel as if I'm not my best self because of her. But I got to a place where I realized it wasn't that it was me. And that's the part that and again, I went through all of this shit before social media. But now with Instagram, with TikTok, with Snapchat, all these fucking platforms where it's easy to blame everybody else. Oh, I can go to um, Justin the Boys page. I can go get a meme and this meme speaks for me. Uh, Summer Walker, what she said speaks for me. I'm single because of this bum ass nigga. Like, it's so many fucking outlets that people go to to misplace blame as opposed to looking in the mirror at themselves. So I asked the question on Instagram why are you single? You. Not why are you single because of the other person. I, I simply wanted to know why are you single in, in regards to. Do you feel as if you're single because of yourself or you feel as if you're single because of someone else's actions? And this is the first Well, This voicemail is kind of lengthy, but I love it. So I'm going to pause it as I play it, kind of jump in, break down some of the things that she says. And I really want to have an open, honest conversation, because if I can't have a, a safe space on my platform, which is that. Brand new LCP. Then where else can I have it? Because we can't have these kind of conversations on Instagram. You know, motherfuckers is sensitive now. So let's dive into this first voice message. So for me, um, I was in a relationship that went much longer than it should have due to having a child, basically. Um, and in that ending of the relationship, I realized there was a lot of things that I needed to work on with myself. And um, in order to do that, I couldn't have another person... Um, that I'm focusing on, you know, outside of my son. Um, and even then, I had to like, you know, really do some uh, a self check, you know, on what I was, what I wanted. I think that's really what it was. I want to pause it because, and I want to clap it up because that is that is a great point, and I believe that. You know, I can only speak for black culture. I'm black. But I know in black culture, sometimes we extend relationships outside of the expiration date because of the child. And I can't leave this relationship because we have a child. I can't leave because if I leave, it's hurting the child. But sometimes staying in a relationship past, past the expiration date is hurting the child more as opposed to you walking away now. Because if you aren't happy, you aren't your best self, you guys are in a toxic situation, staying for years after that expiration date has passed has a longer lasting negative impact on the child as opposed to leaving 
and stepping away at an earlier stage. So I want to give a hand clap to her for even acknowledging that. Because some people stay for 15, 20 years and then they divorce and say, well, you know what? You know, at, at year five, I wasn't happy. Well, you stayed the extra 15 years. So again, one more hand clap for her for acknowledging and understanding that, you know what? To become my best self, to work on myself, I have to step away from this relationship because I have a child and basically I'm staying for the child. So let's dive back in because I think she got into some shit. What do you want? Oh, that's for the outside. And then for the inside, it's like after you find out what you want, you have to kind of align with that. Because if you're asking for one if you're asking for one thing and then doing another, it doesn't make sense. It's never going to work. Um, I had to realize that <clears throat> ways that I've grew up understanding to be correct were not correct. And just because that's what I've seen doesn't mean that that was the only way or the right way or the best way for me. So I had to kind of um, do like a self self assessment, I guess, in a way, um, and start to practice things that I wasn't doing currently, um, and things that even, even in outside of romantic relationships, even personal relationships, like, it would be better for me, um, I had to realize certain things that just wasn't working for me at all, and I guess it was, the relationship went longer than it should have for a reason, because I had and I guess for me, I'm like, I took it as God must have been like, all right, you didn't learn your lesson yet. So let's go back in this and do it again, you know? But, um, yeah, it's not, I really feel like people need to take the time to make sure that what they do and what they ask for are aligned. Otherwise, you're going to be back and forth all the time. Like, you can't say, all right, I want, I want help. I want somebody who... I want to pause you real quick because she is making some amazing points, man. And that's why I always say it is okay to be single and work on yourself. Now, you know, now with social media, it's like it it kind of rushes and speeds up people's timeline. For example, like I've seen plenty this year. There's a there's someone I follow on Instagram who has posted about let me see, one, two, about four 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 boyfriends this year is what she posted on Instagram. Now when you are in a serious relationship and you're moving that quick, because when you like when you post somebody on Instagram, like like you're trying to portray to the world that this person is somebody who you are seriously dating. Because if you're having a one night stand, you don't post your one night stand on IG. So when you go to social media and you post somebody on IG, you are letting the world know this is somebody who who I'm kind of taking seriously. And when you get to that place where out where instead of living in a moment, enjoying what's happening and finding out if that person is right for you. But you get to a place of, you know what? I met this guy. So now I, I, I got to rush on IG and show people how happy I am. I got to rush online and show people that I'm in love. You get to a place where you just end up like not caring about yourself, but you end up in a place where you just start competing for validation you start competing for life and when you get to that kind of place when you allow your mind to get to that zone it's harming because you overlook so many flaws and so many negatives in a in a guy in a person at the expense of like let me get these likes let me get these validations now and it's harmful 
And in many situations, we see that it is also dangerous. So like she said, it's okay to take a step back, realize, you know what? I'm not my best self. I got to fix some shit. So instead of me rushing into another relationship, it's okay to work on yourself. And I don't mean like go on IG and say, you know what? I'm going to stay single and work on me. But the whole time you ain't doing shit. I mean, it's okay to go seek therapy, to go seek counseling, to read books, to, you know, just seek out any type of information that you can use to, to become a better person as opposed to just stay, just be single and sit there. Don't do shit. And then now the next person you date, they got to inherit all that fucking unresolved trauma that you bring. But let's dive back in. I want somebody who is thoughtful and, and want to take the load off. But you want to be an independent woman. Like, it's, it's that's that superwoman. It can't, doesn't make no sense. You leave no room for that person. So it was little things like that that I was doing that just, it just don't, it just didn't make sense. And in the time of being single and like that beginning portion, and even now still, um, that was uh, allowed me to to realize that, you know, and now that I go into dating, it's, I can go in with a different perspective um, and start differently. And that, that beginning really plays, really allows me to, you know, kind of cross people off the list if they ain't what I'm looking for quicker than before where I was just like, oh, well, you know, this is cool. I'm, I was very, like, chill and laid back and just easy going. I'm still like that, but... If I realize things aren't working because I know what I want now, um, it's easier for me. Like, yeah, this is not for me. Like, you know, see, see, that's growth. That that is fucking growth right there. Like, when you get to a place where you know what, I'm not just going to accept any and everything. I'm at a place now where you know what, you're not what I'm looking for. I'm a walk away as opposed to some. You like, you know, when somebody isn't for you, like, try to tough it out and try to mold somebody to be the person you want them to be. But we ain't nobody, mama. I ain't nobody, daddy. If I'm dating somebody or if I'm somebody, if it's somebody I'm interested in, I, it's not my job to fix you or mold you into the person I want you to be. We grown ass adults, but let's finish out this voicemail. We could be cool. We could be friends, but that's it. And yeah, so, and I enjoy dating for right now. Like I'm, I'm like in a dating scene. Like it's, it's cool. I haven't done it for a really long time too. I was in a relationship for a long time. So that could play a part as well. I want to clap it up, man, because that is an amazing fucking voice message. Like, and that's why I love lengthy messages, because within that message, like we we just heard like the growth she had over the years. You know, when you go back to her being in a relationship with somebody she had a child with and like the relationship seems like after a couple of years, maybe it wasn't in the best place. But as the years went on, you know, she stayed. But and she acknowledged the fact that. I probably should have left. So I stayed, you know, way after the expiration date. And now that she's going back into the um, the dating scene, you hear the growth in her voice. You know what? If I'm dating somebody or if it's somebody I'm talking to and this person is not who I want, I'm leaving. When in the past, she she might not have done that because of, you know, you get to a place of being complacent or you just settle for any and everybody as opposed to putting your own desires and self-worth at the top. It's not about how he feels. It's about how you feel and what you want. And somebody should come along and compliment that, you know, and vice versa. So you can't get to a place where you just sit back and accept any and everything at the expense of yourself. So I want to clap it one more time for that voice message, man. 
I think I got one more that came through. I'm trying to find that fucking voice message. Hold on. Trying to see if I can find it. And that, like I said, man, you guys, you guys are free to send voice messages, man. My um Instagram is Lunchroom Chatter Pod. You guys can click on any link, or I believe it's a link in the podcast episode description that says send a voice message. When you send the voice message, it comes directly to the podcast email. But let me see. I think this is the voice message right here. Here we go. Well, Jonathan. I guess it's okay if I give my opinion since you asked women to say why we're single. Me, I'll be honest. I promised myself I would give myself enough time to heal from my last relationship, which ended in 2020. Because I did not give myself that chance after I divorced the kid's father. I jumped Mm. into another relationship sooner than I should have. And that's my mistake. And I accept that. Where are you, LCP? Um, Because I knew my recent ex since I was 18. So I just assumed, since I knew him for so long as a friend, that that would be okay. But obviously, friendship and relationship is a line that's totally different. So. To just spend time and be okay with dating myself. I wanted to be in a place where it's okay for me to be alone and I'm comfortable with that. So until I'm okay with being single, which I am, don't get me wrong, it, it would be nice to have a I want to pause it, man, because she hit on a fucking amazing point. Like, sometimes it's okay to be single and date yourself. Because as opposed to try to make somebody else, you know, realize, oh, this is what I like. As a as a, as an individual, as a person, you know what you like. So, you know, as opposed to just trying to go from guy to guy and, you know, and make that guy know, look, this is what I like. I love flowers. I love the movies. I love going out to eat. So, you know, take me out to eat. You know what you like. It's okay to go out and do it yourself. It's okay. As opposed to sitting back, not doing nothing, but simply waiting for the other person to take you out. Like, why wait when when you know yourself? The same thing with, um, you know, if you love taking trips. And now, you know, we know this shit. Sometimes, like, you might plan a trip with your friends, your homegirls, your homeboys, and now it's time for the trip to happen. Motherfuckers start flaking. Oh, you know, I can't go. I got to work. Oh, you know, I can't go. My son is here. Like, you can still go. I know it's scary. Motherfuckers get scared. Oh my God, I got to do it by myself. By myself. I'm scared to do it by myself. It's okay to go by yourself. To go, you know, go on that trip by yourself. Of course, you got to be more safe and more mindful when you go alone as opposed to when you go with the group. But go out. Have fun. Go to the movies by yourself. You know, go get a massage by yourself. You know, go for a walk in the park by yourself. Go, you know, have a picnic by yourself. Bring a book. Go get some food. You don't look like a loser, I promise. You look like somebody who was enjoying themselves, you know, becoming one with yourself and just understanding that self-love, a lot of the times, is individualized to where you don't need somebody else to just to, to provide that love for you when you know what you like. You know what you want. You know your desires. So don't sit back and wait for somebody else to bring you what you already know you want. You can do it. 
But let's dial back in. Yes, sir. But having a partner is not a need. It's like a bonus. You know what I mean? Anyways, I feel like it's necessary for anybody that comes out of a long-term relationship to spend time with themselves, healing, getting to know themselves. And yeah, I accept responsibility for my mistake and I'm working on the parts that I contributed to the failure of the relationship. Because it takes two and I'm not... Oh my gosh, she is in her bag. It takes two. I am I'm doing what I got to do to recognize my part in the failure of that relationship. Y'all know what this is. Brand new LCP. We know she ain't lying. Ooh, you a lie. Is she lying? Ooh, you a lie. She ain't lying because, like I said, man, to sit back and actually acknowledge... You know, the part that you play in a relationship failing, that's a big-ass point. And that is a stepping stone. That is a major, you know, level in society that not many people reach. Not in the era we live in now where I can sit back and blame somebody else for the for all my relationships messing up as opposed to realizing, damn, maybe, maybe it was something I did too. So the fact that she can acknowledge that, that she can become one, that she can actually, you know, sit back now as a single woman. And realize that we all play a part. Like she said, it's 50-50, man. Like, of course, sometimes somebody else may be more damaging for the relationship as opposed to what you are. But we all play a part. Same thing with the, with the, um, the first voice message. She said, you know, years ahead of time, she stayed too long. And her staying too long, that's a flaw. Because she wasted time, well, wasted years being in a situation that wasn't to her best benefit as opposed to walking away. So yes, you know, now she's grown up, she's matured, she's become a better woman, but at the end of the day, we can't go back in time. So that's still years wasted. So it's better that you acknowledge and recognize that now as opposed to wasting more years. But when, when men and women can acknowledge and understand that they too play a part in a relationship fucking up that's powerful but let's finish out this voice message here and say it was only my ex's fault for either one of them honestly but it takes two and i think once you get to my age well hopefully some people never want to accept responsibility you just have to kind of look back and reevaluate like what did i do that was not a good contributing factor to the relationship not succeeding and I've discovered a lot about myself that I love and a lot about myself that I know definitely need to change. So I'm working on that. Also, I promised myself I would stay single till I finish school because it's a full-time commitment. Nursing school is very hard and I need all my energy focused on that. Okay, that is my opinion. Mm. Brand new LCP. Now I'm probably gonna be back for like another update on these type these type of topics, these situations, because it's important. And I know you guys love hearing about, you know, like like the relationship shit. Like every time I, I pose the question on IG again, which is lunchroom chat apart, like the relationship topics, the sex topic, those are always the topics you guys love, you guys want to hear more about. And um and I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that a lot of people wanna feel they wanna feel connected. They wanna feel 
related or well feel relatable to many different things. Because sometimes when we go through heartbreak or we go through trauma, you know, sometimes we feel as if we're alone. I'm going through this by myself. There's nobody else else out there who's going to understand me, but there is. And that's why I say it's okay to be open. It's okay to be honest. It's okay to just, you know, talk about the trauma. I talk about my trauma all the fucking time. And if you judge, I don't give a fuck. You got something to say, I don't give a fuck because the same people that judge you, they have their own trauma. But they are not yet in a place where they are comfortable opening up. Because when you open up, when you be honest about real life, you get less likes. That's less validation on social media. So I understand it from that perspective. But I don't give a fuck about that. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm 32. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to waste my time coming online trying to portray myself to be a certain kind of way for you motherfuckers. That's that's not who I am. That's not my character. And that's why I believe that LCP that Brand new LCP. That's doing amazing. You know, more and more people are tuning in. You guys are sharing. You guys are reposting. And these real conversations matter, man. So to everybody out there, man, please repost the podcast this week. Share the podcast this week. Like, don't listen. Love it. Leave a great rating. Hit me up on IG and tell me, you I love the episode. But now you're not spreading the word. Because I know I'm not I'm not Rihanna. I'm not Chris Brown. I don't have a million, a million followers and shit like that. But the um the best way to have continued growth is for you guys to share, repost. Word of mouth is amazing, man. So you guys who stay tuned in, you guys who stay showing love, support again by Cash App is dollar sign NYC Story 718. Y'all know what time it is. This is your brand new LCP. You got and also, man, you guys can get bonus episodes if you if you have an iPhone, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Lunchroom Chatter, and you'll see bonus episodes in it. And now when you click on the bonus episode, it's gonna prompt you to sign up for Lunchroom Plus. You sign up, you get bonus episodes, bonus content, bonus segments. And I do that all for you guys. I mean, I do it by myself, on my own, individually, man. So you guys who stay locked in, stay showing support, I wanna clap it up. Y'all know what time it is, man. This is John A. Show. This is that. <laughs> Brand new LCP. Yes, sir.